Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Jamie and Marcus here. Episode number 15. Excellent. Test of time. Love, passion. And hustle. In the restaurant business. Yes. Or in any business, really. Business. We're talking about our. Our business, which we are in the restaurant business. With lots so. of love, passion, passion and, and lots of hustle. Way too much hustle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, way too much sometimes. Yes. All we do is hustle. We are always working. Yeah. So. Always that, doing something. Always doing something. And uh, I guess that's a good sign of an entrepreneur. It is. Because we do a lot of delegating. So let's not get confused with working inefficiently. Oh, I didn't say we work inefficiently. Yeah, I didn't say, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want people to get no, confused. No, 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 I don't think we work inefficiently. We're, we're, I think yeah. we definitely delegate enough, but we also hustle a lot. And everything we do is kind of circled around our main business right exactly. so kind of gears off like a family tree so it's like a tree with roots growing in the bottom and then leaves growing on the branches so so let's talk today about hospitality and customer service versus customer service yes. or lack of customer service yes all right so i and i know you are too really upset when we go to a place that you have to pre-order on an app, mm -hmm. on a screen, on an iPad. And, and then they ask for a tip. Right off the <laughs> bat, before you even have interaction with people, they're asking you for a tip. I actually think that we should start leaving zero tip and then tipping either with cash or asking if we can run our credit card again for a tip of um, some nature when we are put into that situation. Because I find it very disappointing that you're at a kiosk you're ordering and then it says would you like to add a tip right and i, I just, don't know if i want i don't to know if, right i don't know if we've gotten good. Or let's put it this way i want to i don't know how much right tip to and add we're, yet we're good tippers i mean i think we always tip 20 percent for the most part unless we get really bad service right 20 percent or minimum minimum or more. minimum or more yes so um i i just going up to a kiosk and then, well, this, this happened to us just recently, a couple of times when we were traveling, right? Airports. And in airports and, um, you know, in big cities now, some of the restaurants are moving towards, you know, ordering off of a kiosk. And then you walk up to the counter, you get your food and you sit down. And so you don't really know the experience because you're traveling, right? You don't really know, like, what to expect um, from the restaurant, um, you, you don't really know. Like you think you're ordering, then you go sit at a bar and they're going to deliver the food and they're going to make sure you're taken care of. They're going to make sure you get silverware, but you don't really know that experience going in. You know, we went to a place just recently, right? When we were um, traveling um, where we walked in, we went to the kiosk, we had to, we sat down and then um, they text you when your order was ready and you had to go up to the counter and pick up your order. And then you sat back down. The only thing the service, the staff came around to do was ask if you wanted drinks. Yeah. I mean, that was the only thing. So the problem here And you is, had to clean up your own garbage and put it in the garbage. And I mean- it, And you're still tipping. You're still- Tipping. Tipping, right. So the problem I have here is this whole system of technology is training staff to not show hospitality and not to give good service, not to good, good service. It, it, it's just, it's not happening. And it's a shame. Um, now let's talk about the difference between my definition, your definition, however you want to say it of customer service versus or, hosp hospitality. Or service, right. Customer service, service or hospitality. Absolutely. Right. So when I worked at the Greenbrier, you worked at the Greenbrier too. Mm -hmm. 
beautiful property in West Virginia. Do you remember what the paycheck said, or or or, or their or their tagline, with what they used? No, I didn't work there as long as you did. Ladies and gentlemen, serving ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I didn't. I don't ever remember and seeing that. Always, always made sense, right? Polite people serving polite people. It's how it's sort of how I kind of sum that up, right? And it was so true because the people there, the culture of that place was very Southern hospitality. Southern hospitality. Is what you would call it, right? Southern hospitality. The whole yeah. welcome wagon, like is you're there and they're happy you're there. Just like when we go to Italy to, to the vineyards and to restaurants or that we go to, it's just it's amazing to hospitality. And it's just, and then all of a sudden now you're putting to places where they're just taking orders. Mm -hmm. um, they're following up with you, but they don't care about service. They, they, don't, they don't, they don't care about service. They certainly aren't giving you hospitality, right? Right. It starts with service and then it goes to hospitality, right? So there is a distinct difference between service and hospitality, right? And they don't care about giving you the service. They're just there to make the money. I mean, we had a girl in an airport just recently too, who like, it was terrible service. We complained. And we complained. We complained because we tipped ahead of time and nobody's coming to, to, we call it quality check at our restaurant. Go check and make sure everything's okay. Mm -hmm. Make sure that the steak is cooked properly or the fish isn't dried out or that people are enjoying their meal or check and see if they want another glass of wine. Do something except just stand there and and just not and oh my gosh it, remember we we also um at, at a restaurant uh a bar that we went to in an airport a few months ago you know the lady served us she was terrible right i mean terrible and we didn't really leave a good tip and then we asked for water after oh my gosh tipping she saw it and she did she was nasty she yep. was not nice she's not she not I mean, they didn't smile at all. I mean, they did not smile at all. She had no idea what she was doing. It was like, she gave us dirty glasses. She, I mean, it was just incredible. But you know what? We talked about it back then. That comes down from the manager. Which is what I get to. Is, right. But here's another example. Like we ordered a bottle of wine, an $80 bottle of wine, which we're already tipping 20% on. They're forcing us to tip ahead of time. She brings the bottle to the table there's already a glass missing out of it. I'm like, if you can't notice and I there's a glass. I like, there's already a glass out of that. She goes, no, there's not. And I said, there is. Look at Look it. Look at it. And she goes, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. But you know what? That should be something that you are. That's part of your service. That's part of knowing what you're doing. I mean, I watched the girl behind the bar make three drinks and pour them out. Pour them out. Like she had no idea that was what. She was doing. And that was part of her training. That was part of her they training. They said, oh, she's new. She's training. And so she's making drinks where she doesn't have a proper recipe. Mm -hmm. She hasn't gone through the well, training. She was using a recipe. Was she? Oh, yeah. She had a book open. Then why is she throwing them out? I don't, because they didn't come out right. She tasted it and it didn't come out right. I I was appalled. So we spoke to somebody at this restaurant and they're like, she's throwing drinks out? Like, yeah. Like, is it like. And nobody was back there watching her. No. Nobody was back there watching three, her. Three drinks just. Thrown away. So here's now get to your part about where this stems from. It, it stems from management. Manager. I mean, it stems from up above. It stems from who, who owns the restaurant or the bar or the facility down to the busters and servers. <coughs> Excuse me. It all comes from the top. It all starts at the top. I guarantee you that all these restaurants that we talk about, that we have they bad just experience. throw people in and they're not giving them 
the 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 customer service, the training, the hospitality, they just don't care. They're there to make money. And here's the thing what I get when we're traveling a lot in big cities, because we're, we're usually in big cities, you know, there it's transient, um, like an airport, right? right? That people are coming and going and you're never going to see these people again. So it doesn't really matter. But there's a lot of great restaurants we go to <laughs> these big cities that have an amazing team, amazing team, and that they're loyal. Mm -hmm. And it's just so it's, it's the culture. It's the culture of these places have built. built. Yeah. And it's the way they treat their team. And so I'm sure there's something I was going to say. Oh, just so, so, so uh, somebody recently told me, they go, Marcus, you know, there's a person you have on staff when we were talking about a specific person and semi-recently, and they said, that person's hurting your business. And that hurt. It sure did. It hurt because, because you know why? You know why that hurt? Because we know. Because we know. Because we know. And we haven't done anything about it. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we keep have, thinking that it's going to get better. We, we sit thought down it was going to get with, better. We sit down with, with this them. individual. We, you know, we talk to them. We tell them, you know, all the things that we would do with all of our other staff. And and it's just not but, changing. But, but when a guest said that when to me. When a guest me, said that, yeah. But a good a friend. Uh, you but know, if they notice. Guests, right? If they notice and other people. Then are if they notice, all the other people are noticing. Yeah. So now. We've done our part with working and working and working and working and trying to positive feedback and this, this, and this. Now it's our it's really our fault again because it stems from the top. Mm -hmm. And I guess the point here is to to anybody, a restaurant owner, a manager, it's an entrepreneur. Person. It's just listening, listening to this is not right for our business. You are responsible. You are ultimately responsible for what's happening. If your team is not up to where it needs to be, that's your fault for lack of training. Some people. Some people like to hire rock stars mm -hmm. where they hire these rock stars, they come into work and the rock star is supposed to take care of everything. And they're paying more money and labor because you're taking a rock star who's already making money and bringing them in there. That's the shortcut version of, of, of how to do it. The proper version is to notice talent within an organization mm -hmm. and say, okay, you're washing dishes. You're a prep cook. You're doing this. I think you have more talent. I think we need to move you up, but I have to invest the time as the owner, the manager, the operator to train that person. So here's the difference between having a cook that's making $25 an hour, hiring the rock star, or moving somebody up and paying them 15 to 17 an hour because you're working and with moving, them and moving them up um, and you're investing time into them and you have a system. You're going to save a lot of money if you have a system. But a lot of people don't have the system. So here's what they do. They hire the rock star and the culture's not good because a rock star comes in, is making more money than other people. There's animosity. And all of a sudden, like this, and all of a sudden, everybody wants to leave. Um, and the person that's being brought up isn't being trained properly and is getting frustrated. I can't believe that I'm doing the same job as this other person and not realizing what their job even is to begin right. with, not realizing what the quality is supposed to be to begin with. And now all of a sudden they get frustrated because they're like, well, I just get in trouble. I don't do things right. And I had no training here and, and this and this and this. And now all of a sudden they're looking for another job. And then obviously you have the restaurant owner who's saying, I can't keep staff. I can't keep labor down. I can't do this anymore. The staff is killing me. I need to close or I have to do something. And I hear this all the time. So let's talk about hospitality. 
let's talk about the difference between hospitality and service or customer service. What is your definition of customer service? And what is your definition of hospitality? Customer service is something that anybody can do. Anybody can take an order. Anybody can serve food. Anybody can, anybody can serve the customer. Hospitality is serving the customer with a smile and caring. It's a step up. And right? taking, it's, it's like organic versus biodynamic. Organic's great, but biodynamic's organic with a lot of love. Right. And I think the hospitality, when you have good hospitality, that's that's good customer service with a lot more love. It's it's more than caring about it's more than caring about the current situation. It's about oh, I back in the day, if this dates this this the restaurant industry, like people would ask us for a newspaper. Oh, you have today's newspaper. Now it's all on their phone, right? But 2003, 2004, 2005, you have a newspaper. Hospitality is sending somebody to the store and getting it to get all the newspapers and bringing back four newspapers instead of one newspaper. That's hospitality. Services. I'm sorry, we don't have. A sorry, we don't have it. Right. We don't have it. Right. Or here's yesterday's paper. Well, what good is yesterday's paper? I had yesterday's. Right. So, hospitality is that way level above. It's above and beyond. Above and above beyond. Above and beyond the smiling, the caring, the you know, giving them your all, you know, giving them the wow factor, giving them more than you would in service. So, and again, this all stems from management. Now, I find when I'm in a bad mood, my team doesn't perform that well. Mm -hmm. If something's wrong with me personally, my personal life, or you and I, something, or we have other distractions, something's wrong, we're not here, we find that things change. Because we're not here to set the example. Mm -hmm. We're not here to charge, lead the charge, direct the ship, set sail on the ship. And then all of a sudden people, not, let's face it, not everybody has that hospitality gene. They don't, right? No, they can all walk a dish out. They can all take an order, but they don't have the hospitality gene that has to keep being reinforced with your team. Absolutely. I like that. Hospitality gene reinforced with your team. Yeah. Has a little rhyme to it. Yes, that's it's nice. <laughs> so <laughs> so here's the deal if we're having issues at restaurants dining out other people are too and chances are and we're not perfect we're by me by no means are we perfect but i don't think we're complacent absolutely not we're, we're not. always learning we're always wanting to provide Better, better, more, better, better, more. It's like better. when somebody walks in the door, you greet them quickly. When somebody leaves, thank you so much for your, for your, you know, thank you for dining with us or, you know, sending them a thank you card or thank you, you know, or, or it's just going See, above about, and beyond. Talk about thank you card because that's hospitality right there. Absolutely. So, you know, after somebody dines with us, you know, we're collecting data, right? You're collecting somebody's email or um, getting a comment card. After they've left that or they've celebrated their birthday with us and they get a birthday certificate in the mail, um, we write them a handwritten thank you card. Um, obviously, we don't have everybody's um, you know, names and addresses, but we write them, the ones that we have, we write them a thank you card like, hope you had a great birthday. Thank you so much for celebrating with us. We hope to see you soon. And we try to put something personal in there. Like, it was so nice to meet your family. Thanks for dining with us for the first time. We hope to see you back. And it's on a postcard and we send it to them. And that's hospitality. That's going above and beyond to give 
the rest of the experience, to give them more, to make them think about you when they're at home, sitting on their couch, opening their mail three days later. That's the caring aspect. That's the caring aspect. That's the caring aspect. So, you know, it is really important that you care about your guests and fake caring doesn't work because people can read right through that. It is the true, the feeling, the feeling that you get from the hospitality, the feeling that you get, and you can get a feeling from good service, but when somebody goes above and beyond and says to you, you know what, let me give you a taste of this wine before I actually give it to you. That's hospitality. Right. You know, we don't have that by the glass, but let me go ahead and give you what I do have by the glass. And let's see if you like that. Um, you know, it's going above and beyond as much as we can. You know what? You don't know if you're going to like our soup. Let me bring you a little taste of the soup. You know, um, same thing with behind the bar. You know, we don't have anything, you know, typical in terms of, you know, big brands. So let me give you a taste of the gin before you have it. Let me give you a taste of the vodka before you have it. I want to make sure that you have something that you enjoy instead of something that you're not going to like. And you know what? We've had drinks returned from our staff that doesn't give them a taste ahead of time. Right. Well, I didn't know your Chardonnay was like this. And I didn't know your Cabernet was like this. Right. I don't like, it's just, so here's the thing, back to the handwritten postcards. There's going to be a lot of restaurateurs that are watching this and saying, I, I, we serve way too many people. There's no way I can do a handwritten postcard. There, there's there's no way. Two a day means, is is more than you're doing now. If your team, each, each person, person can write one a day, even, even one a day. day. You know, we used to make our staff write one a day. Um, now I try to write to everybody that we possibly can. Right, right, right. So, so, and if our staff doesn't have time to do it, then I'll do it. My office person will do it. I make sure they go out all the time. So here's the deal. We're paying now people to manage social media for us. We're paying people to do this high tech stuff for us, this technology for us. You need to be paying somebody to go back to the old fashioned way of reaching out to people. You need to combine both, right? So, so recently I just heard somebody say, well, do you like, what, what do you do for social media? Well, you do everything. Because a bodybuilder doesn't just work his legs or just her arms or chest. They work everything. So you have TikTok, you have Instagram, you have LinkedIn, you have Facebook, you have TikTok, all these things. And you have to scatter things out. And part of that scattering things out with customer service or hospitality is a handwritten postcard saying goodbye to somebody. And if they walk out the door, you didn't get a chance to say goodbye to them because you missed them. You walk out your door and say good night. Right. Because they're so in the sorry street. I didn't get to say good night. Thank you so much. And I've done it many times. Right. So if you're a big restaurant, you can send out 50 postcards a week. That's 50 or 10 or 15 more than you've been doing. And those people who get that postcard are going to say, wow, they really care. That restaurant was so big and huge. That restaurant was so busy. Somebody took the time. They don't know you. They didn't send it to everybody. That place took the time to send me a thank you for dining and they mentioned my birthday they mentioned whatever amazing um, just just amazing there's so many things that you can talk about about hospitality and i'm sure there's things that we're missing it's things like a, a fork dropping on the floor and you hear it and you bring another fork yep somebody rushes right over you rush right over somebody spills something you rush right over they're not and, cleaning it up themselves i mean that's part of hospitality and who cares if they don't need a fork they drop their fork you bring them a new one you, you don't wait for them to ask. You do it automatically. It's like the thing with coffee. You don't wait for them to ask for sugar and cream. Part of service is just... them automatically having silverware. That's part of service. But part going service. above and beyond, like if they drop something and you bring them a new napkin or you bring them something, 
that's going above and beyond and that's hospitality so ladies and gentlemen being served by ladies and gentlemen love it that's it all right folks so your challenge is to i guess identify up your your hospitality hospitality. no matter what what situation you're in casual fast service whatever there's something there's something that you can be doing doing to up your hospitality hospitality from good service yep I don't care if you're a drive-through, whatever, there's something that you can be doing. Um, we like to consult a lot. We help other people. And I was working with a tow truck uh, driver one time and I said, man, bake dog biscuits. Just have dog biscuits in your tow truck. And if somebody has a dog, you give them dog biscuits. That right there alone is a game changer. There's no other tow truck company. And chances are, if somebody's calling a tow truck, they're not having a good time. They're not having a good day. When you're going to, into a <laughs> restaurant, you're going to have a good time. When you call a tow truck, it's because you're out. You're you're down on your luck that day when you're calling a tow truck. So yeah. making somebody's dog happy. So that's just something thinking outside of the box. Just yep. think outside, think outside the, box. the box. Think outside the box. Better hospitality. Restaurantgrowthsecretsuniversity.com. You and I have a lot of fun stuff over there. We do. A lot of great stuff over there on how to run your restaurant. Go check that out. We've developed an online training platform that is bar none the best. Everybody from Tony Robbins to Grant Cardone to General Motors to a lot of big companies are using this very similar platform, the same platform that that we've transformed into a great training tool. We would love to talk to you about that because it, it all just comes down to team training. Absolutely. The more team training you have, the better off you are. Absolutely. It's just one of the those culture things. you're going to have. Yep. So. All right. All right. This is Jamie and Marcus. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.